Master. Oi. No. Can't take it no more Too much you pan stretcher Them they really want to see the get to you Them richer So them plan to kill you out And take you out of the future Greetings and welcome to Jesse I Interviews As always I'm recording this on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation The original owners and custodians of these lands And I want to recognise and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded This episode features an interview with two of the more important producers In the last couple decades of Jamaican music Craig and David Harrising of Daseka Long before the trap dancehall sound of recent years, Craig and David were changing the sound of dancehall, bringing in other styles and blurring the lines between dancehall, reggae, hip-hop and R&B. They discussed those changes in this interview, as well as touching on the rise of iTunes and music piracy, and the rise of Movado, among other things. As always, I'm presenting this one totally unedited, from the time I pressed record on my little Sony PCM recorder. That's the voice of my wife Mina at the start, who some of you might know as Troublemaker, talking about our recent experience at Reggae Sumfest. You can also hear Bugle enter the studio towards the start, briefly interrupting things. So here we go. Jesse I interviews Craig and David Harrising of Daseka in Kingston, July 2012. I feel like I've smoked a hundred yeah. cigarettes <laughs> and I didn't. So it was all right. But I think I'm really, I um, think I'm done with Sunfest. I think I'd rather come and go to Sting or Rebel Saloon. Well, um, what? I don't know. I've done it a couple of times and it's, you know, little things that bug me, you know, like you go in, they pat you down, take away your cigarette lighter, you can't take aerosol can and it's just too sanitized. And oh, okay. For me, it's not what I kind of dance for, you know. Okay. Okay, I've been to Champions in Action a couple of times. After going to Champions in Action, Sunfest just feels like water, you know, um, water down. Because oh. It's because of the kind, the kind of show, like in terms of like sponsorship. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like they, they don't want, want any influence, no influence yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. It makes sense this, for them. Yeah. Is this level good or we need to come up more? Um, um, maybe come up a little bit, but not too much. Oh yeah, so Craig and David. It always makes me think of Craig David. That's the main reason. No, not, 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 not yeah. there, no? I understand, like, it's the most and, uh, international. Like international yeah. Right, exactly. So. But that's the other thing with the international, like, international night. I don't want to see Ark Alley. People like you would want to see Ark Alley. Yeah, exactly. here. Yeah. But that's why, like, I think I've been there, done that. I don't need so to which go to Which night was the best night, though? Oh, dance all night, for sure. So you saw Shabba? Yeah, Shabba was, was wicked. Was wicked? Yeah. Well, Shabba was on an international He was the international yeah. one. But really, you know, for me, as good as Shabba was, like Diddy and stuff on the first oh, night yeah. was better still. Conscience and Pop. So who, yeah. who was the best? Conscience? Who was the best on dance on that for you? Adonia. Yeah, she for said me Adonia. 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 Yeah. Wait, I thought Conscience wasn't. Conscience, I didn't think he sounded as good as I expected him to sound. Oh, okay. Um, well, how was the crowd response? It was good, yeah. Popcorn sounded better than I thought he would. Okay. I, d- I didn't think he would sound so good, like vocally. Okay. I heard Popcorn was the best for the night, though. Yeah, I think he's definitely a contender. Um, I heard I, I heard Adonia too, though. Like I heard. Mm. For me, Adonia was way better than Popcorn, but 
for Adonia, I was in the front. For Popcorn, I was in the back. Yeah, so you wouldn't have heard him as well. But Adonia was just on another level. He was on point. Mm. Oh, for real? Mm. Kill it. Yeah. And you were in Morgulia too. Yeah, he did second last. Before, Be before Beanie. Yeah. So Be Beanie was kind of, you know, his choice of songs wasn't so good. Beanie was a little boring. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of boring. How was Sham? I heard Sham wasn't so good. Shabba was good. Sham. 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 Oh, Sham. I was backstage most of Sham. I didn't see okay. it properly. I feel like I can't really okay. judge I think too well. The girls loved it, but yeah, I don't know the whole thing. With I heard it. I heard it wasn't that good though. With the wife Shem. on stage yeah, I and stuff, I just feel. Yeah. All right, we're ready. Cool. All right. <coughs> so this level is good. Yeah, this level is fine. You guys don't mind if we video a little oh, bit. It's a, right? a video. It's a video. No, no, it's radio. It's a radio interview, but, but we, we figure just since we're here. All right, cool. If you don't mind. It's also like a good backup. Didn't, I didn't really get myself really. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Let me get the names right again. Oh, this oh my god. I'm so bad. Like I've, And also, I've been smoking too much ganja since I've been here. Yeah. This this is is yeah, okay. you got to forgive me because I'm, I'm terrible with this shit. People come and create out there. Uh -huh. <laughs> Alright. So, right now we're on Red Hills Road in Kingston, Jamaica with Craig and David from Daseka. Thank you very much for speaking to us here on Babylon Burning. Thanks for having us. I always like to start at the real beginning. I'd like to know, you guys are brothers? Right, I'd like yeah. to know where you were born, what life was like for you growing up as kids. Uh, well, I mean, I would say life for us, all right, Jamaica is, I would say mostly, a, it's a poor country. I wouldn't, we were fortunate <laughs> enough to be, we are public card now. Middle? In the middle. You know what I mean? Middle class. You know what I mean? Not, definitely not rich. Mm -hmm. Definitely not poor. You know what I mean? Still got through struggles, and, but at the same time, as I said, fortunate enough. You want to stop? Yeah. All right, cool. I can't yeah. edit that out anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can do that thing. Can you? Yeah. So, like, you can do that thing. Oh. It's so let's start like this, so it does. In case money come here, you can use it. Sorry, Yeah, yeah. This is this is quite a strong recorder. This oh, okay. one. Um, I'm trying really hard not to cough as well. Okay. Man, <laughs> start up from top again. All right. Um, you can just answer because I can just edit from the question. So about where you were born, what life was like growing up as kids. Kingston, Jimmy. Yeah, we're born in Kingston, Jamaica. Um, life growing up was like pretty normal. I say, I mean, by no means rich, by no means poor. Definitely middle class and love music. And I mean, we never know that we'll be, we'll be doing this. They definitely never know this. You know what I mean? But thank God, said turn this way and we enjoy it. Yeah. What were the first steps in the music business? First step, um, actually meeting Sarani. Sarani, yeah. okay. He, um, he, well all of us share the same, I guess the same passion, but he used to play keyboard, like he used to have his keyboard, he walked everywhere with it. Okay. And he would play and that's eventually how I actually got to start playing and um, really everything started when I met him in terms of not the love for music but actually going into music. Okay. So what about like in terms of equipment, um, you know, having the equipment to produce, right. like what, how did you first sort of start to build Daseka? Well, uh, actually, Sarane, uh, I would say he, 
influenced us to get in the music business, right? Mm -hmm. Apart from just loving music, to actually be a part of the music business, I mm. should say. Um, starting off, as I say, by no means rich, so we never really have anything. Mm. You know what I mean? We started when I was on the computer and like that. We just had a, what I can't know, it was a fast text machine. Mm -hmm. Like a, like a recorder, like a multi-track mm -hmm. recorder kind of thing. 16 okay. track, whatever, whatever, whatever. And we see us running the track, running the rhythms on two track and then vocals just recording. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's where it started until it build, 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 build. I used to make CDs. Okay. And um, we used to sell that. So that we could like buy a microphone, <laughs> buy a keyboard. We used to play um, play phrases or build beats for other producers who were in the in, in the business already. Mm -hmm. So stuff like that. Did one and two commercials here and there. But to bring in income yeah. plus to make people know that we can do this thing, you know? Right. So we started off in one room. The mic was right beside the machine, not like a voice room. So you record and put on an iPhone to record because you know what I mean? Stuff like that too. Mm. That's actually how anger management was recorded. Oh, is that right? Yeah, that's where right. really we were here. We were voicing right there. So the, all those tunes on anger management were voiced, not right. even in a Every proper studio, one on like not voicing studio. But those were recorded in a, in, a, in a computer, right? No. Yeah, they were. Yeah, those the computer, we had the computer. But it was then, still, but still same setup where the microphone is right, right beside. beside it. So there's no voice room. Whatever, okay. Whatever. So how did you go about? Getting all the artists on that rhythm. I mean, this is one of the biggest rhythms in dancehall from the last ah, decade. His answer to that is um, Bounty Killer. Uh huh. He was. Um, we met. We met um, Foothype through Razan Biggie. Mm -hmm. Foothype introduced us to Movado, and also we knew Bounty Killer, but he through Razan Biggie too. But Futa really cement the link. Mm. And um, Killer is a man where if he rate you, him going, he's going to try to help you. Okay. And. Really and truly, is is uh, is uh, I think based on his strength that we got um so many artists too, like I, like especially probably like vibes. I can't forget when I was sleeping on like at seven o'clock one morning in Jamaica. That's early for us music people. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, early for me I too. See, right, I see my phone ringing and I answer the phone, and it's Cartel on the phone, and he's like, "Yo, Killer Sun of Arida must come voice man." <laughs> and I was like, "Yo, come meet me right now around by near the studio and meet him." Sorry. And end up writing two songs at the same time. Okay. You know what I mean? So, I have to give a lot of thanks to Bounty Killer for that. Right. Especially, you know what I mean? And even when the video was being shot, like, he did his part first. Guy, he's Bounty Killer, we don't want to have him there waiting. Remember, mm -hmm. at this time, we're nobody, he's whatever. And um, he did his part and he could have left. But he came to us and he said, yo, he's going to stay because you know, if he leaves, other people are going to leave. So he stayed and he stayed through the whole video and make sure everybody did their part. And then he left, so. Mad. You mentioned Movado in there. Um, Looking back for us from an outside perspective, right. when Movado really took off is when we really came to know Daseka. Right. Um, like I, I'm not sure exactly where in his career you guys fit into the picture, but tr Troublemaker, my wife was saying earlier today, she feels like Daseka bust Movado. Um, um, he, would, he would tell you the same thing. Um, I think anger management was really the launch pad for both of us uh, simultaneously, uh, along with Aline. Mm. And that was where. Yeah, because his first song was Rimaka, you know? Mm -hmm. And Angamamit would people would say that that's the that is the rhythm that people know us first thing for, you know what I mean? So yep. the two of us take off from right there so right. and then from there we just keep doing songs songs on top of songs yeah. and just never stop, you know? Yeah. Up till now. Right, yeah. right. Same way Sarani and Bugle both bust from Daseka and yeah. uh, I guess that reinforces you guys the same way. Yeah. yeah. The thing is like I tell people all the time, if you're doing music, especially Jamaican music business is so funny where everybody's a producer. 
You know what I mean? So I tell people, you know, like, I can't just say I'm a producer when I'm on the sort of songs with Carter, I'm on the sort of songs with Mother, them people are big, like, no matter what them people sing, it's gonna, it's gonna hit. Mm. When you say I'm on Bossa artist who has been trying or nobody don't know or nothing like that, then you can say, yeah, this man put in the work and do what he needs to do. Mm. This man do a good job. Mm. You know what I mean? Just like when TJ bust Jeebies with life soon sort of. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's yep. when you can say, yeah, he'll do it now. Yeah. You understand what I mean? People are recording Cartel, Mavard, and this and that. Like, come on now. Yeah, my mother could hit with Cartel, Mavard. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, we are always doing that. Right now, I have a new artist again named Dexter Dabs, like a crazy singer, like sick. Mm. From never CV, just like one ticket. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come from CV to like, I've never heard a singer like that before. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just he's crazy. So just look out for Wolipa things from him. To have Wolipa songs with him. Yeah, must have. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you guys about as producers is the sound of dancehall in the last ten years. Like, the music has changed so much from ten years ago. The yeah. type of rhythms coming out then. Right. And um, for me, it was really Daseko is a label that started to change up the sound. Um, some of the slow piano-driven, you yeah, know, almost music. hip-hop R&B, right. yeah, moody sort of rhythms, which I love personally. I love to hear yeah. this. How do you d- even describe this music? Do you call it dancehall or you call it something else? Well, you see, the thing is, we grew up when we were listening to dancer, like most juggling rhythms, beats, whatever you want to call it, they were like really drum and bass, mm. were, were like the essence of the rhythm, and it was like authentic dancehall. Now there were some hip-hop beats like Shaban, Bojo, all of them, Sang and them. Um, Cabra, all of them, but these are mainly singles. Mm-hmm. So when we started to put so much music into it, we weren't really doing it for for juggling, like you know, like anger management, uh, juggling was hardcore rhythm, mm-hmm. like the exercise for bugle and mm-hmm. the dome for serani and the and some singles with Vada. They're they're singles, but you know they they they're, they're pretty and whatever, but they are singles. What happened a lot of the younger producers that came up after us started to build those kind of beats mm. but as juggling like as mainstream dancer juggling i guess that's where it kind of, it kind of turned like we actually i get some people say we kind of started that i, I don't know mm-hmm. but i mean yeah we originally meant it just you know, as a one-off thing i wouldn't say we started singles. it because as you say shower them right budget them um them song they go again, girl you make my day, all them songs yeah. they like hip hop, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But, you see, music is just a vibe too, so you can't just say, oh, just because we come from Jamaica, I forgot to, 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 you know what I mean? I mm-hmm. a vibe and mm-hmm. I think, well, we probably bring it back then, you know what I mean? And I think it started from probably these are the days of Busy Signal, you get me? Mm. But as I said, we just innocent, we just have a vibe and Sometimes you, you, you on a keyboard and your finger doesn't move and it does mm. it does take you a, a certain direction. It, uh, w- I will work off a vibe and like how you feel and not everything can come out with a do do do. You can't express every emotion with that mm. specific beat. Cause that's beat. That's like real dancer. Like that's a core. Do do or do. But as I said, we never do it like with the intention of yo. Okay, this is the new dancer. Hell no. Mm-hmm. And I mean, can we check it out? Still doing dance art. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Crazy dance art. You get me? Yeah. But Especially when it comes to juggling. You know what I'm Enough people cussing it and cussing the business. But you see what happens? Yeah. New people come in the business. Different ideas, different influences, mm. different everything. You know what I mean? So, 
Life make life made up of changes. Mm-hmm. But the only thing is, them need to just know where the music is coming from. You get me? That's that, that's important. Mm-hmm. Nobody of them probably don't even know where the music is coming from. They don't know certain things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Enough of them probably don't even know who Sly Rabbi is. The greatest. Mm-hmm. You get me? Mm-hmm. So as I say, it's just a vibe and we'll still be doing some of those same things, that same kind of musical and probably hip hop sound and things, but dance hall is never out of it. Yeah. As you can see, the trap with conscience that we have recently, as Summerton is like, Hardcore dancer, yeah, really like old dancer. school dancer. Exactly, yeah. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And not to be a hit. Yep. So, dancer can never die, you know. Mm. Well, some of those rhythms, you know, for me personally, my program is more roots and culture than than dancehall. Right. And I find it easier to fit in some of the slower, um, you know, moody moody rhythms. Actually, right. fit my program better than than dancehall right. does, and they lend themselves to more conscious lyrics. Uh, Someone right. like Bugle is doing, right. you know. I think if it was ten years ago or, or 30, 40 years ago, they would have been voicing on roots rhythms, but yeah. instead they're voicing on the rhythms you guys are making. Mm-hmm. Have you ever considered actually making a roots rhythm? Like, yeah, definitely. We like we love live musicals, so we have a band. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, anger management band, and we we have done live stuff before. Yep. You know, I mean, we have stuff in here to be released too. Okay. So that's a part of the thing, and we're just talking to Bugle about it, like the kind of music he does and the kind of lyrics and the kind of meditation thing that he think that that him think about mm-hmm. we think that they need to be on some of these kind of rhythms too mm. so all of that is all that is in the making and it's, it's getting done okay looking uh well looking at the business now and how much that's changed in the last 10 years um when i first came to know daseka i was buying 45s Daseka okay. 45s, all the new releases yeah. these days it's all gone digital um nothing really comes out on vinyl anymore yeah. As a producer, obviously there's iTunes and certain outlets online to sell music, but yeah. the bulk of it is pirated downloads. So how do you guys in this day and age actually make money from your productions? Yeah, that's something we talk about all the time. Um, in this, right, currently, in Jamaica, just being a dancer, producer, like, I'm not talking about crossing over, doing work with any foreign artist. Mm-hmm. You're going to be hungry. You can't just be a producer. Mm. You need a... You need a camp, you need like an artist that you're pushing because mm-hmm. that's how you're going to make your money because what makes money now is, is artists like doing shows, mm-hmm. dubs, endorsements, whatever. Yep. Uh, that's and you have to take your percentage, booking, whatever it, it is. So, but you just come in here and it actually costs us money to put out songs. Because mm. we don't even mix our own stuff. I mean, we mix but not by ourselves. Like okay. we, we engineer everything, record edit, arrange, but then we'll take it to an engineer to mix it. We have to pay background singers to sing the background because I don't like my stuff sounding plain. I, mm-hmm. I will spend the money to do it, but it actually costs you money. Sometimes you don't ever recoup it. So you, that's that's why, you know, you have to have like the bugle. We have to have like Dexter coming up. Mm. They have the, we have to break them and make yeah. money off of them. Um, I know like obviously Johnny Wonder is one of the biggest in the game for distribution. Yeah. And um, I believe you guys are with Zojak for yeah. digital distribution. Yeah. Um, there was a rhythm, I remember a, a year or so back, I can't remember if it was a Category 5 or yeah. Exodus or one of those rhythms where I remember it seemed like you guys made a concerted effort to keep it off the like pirate websites and everything. Oh, well, that, was Genesis. that was Genesis. Genesis, Genesis, right. Genesis, yeah. Right. So how did that affect, could you see like trying to keep it away from the, the free downloads, right. could you see an impact on the, the actual success of that rhythm? Um, First of all, it didn't really affect the sales. Okay. Like, as in, 
that was a, that was like kind of like an experiment mm. done by um it was really true our manager at the time his name is julian he um he said let us let us do the rhythm and put it up on itunes before like, before we put it out mm -hmm. see how the sales go uh, um com when you compared it to other rhythms it never it never really made a difference okay people people wanted free they're going to free anyway. and then once it gets out it's out so yeah you know what yeah. i mean you can't get it back exactly and the thing is once you put the song on the radio it's gone so mm -hmm. there's not much you can do, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? But mm -hmm. I really think that I really think that that kind of really jump started the whole iTunes market, like dancer. I like ever after that I saw everybody going iTunes, iTunes, mm -hmm. iTunes, iTunes. Yeah. I'm not saying we were the first, mm -hmm. but it just got so popular after that. Right. So what do you have next coming up for the second? Ah, yeah. Uh, right now, uh, as I say, next startups, holy push songs with him. Bugle, all the things with him. We have couple rhythms working on now, you know what I mean? We have like, cut, I told the businesses right now, you have to put out music. I saw this, the business is so in a weird spot right now, and yeah. sometimes one person can't change it, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And sometimes if you sit around and cuss it, I mean, we, we all know, people that really love this business, all know that the business is, not, is in a horrible state right now. But at the same time, while trying to change it, you have to also. Okay. Make sure you're in there, mm -hmm. or you get forgotten. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So we have whole lot music doing now. We have like three readings working on right now, as in juggling. Yeah, that's even somewhere to me. For a long time, we've been quality over quantity. Mm -hmm. We put out like probably two juggling for the year or one, and then a singles around it. Yeah. Now it's even weird. Like, oh, action pack came out like what three months ago or so, mm -hmm. and. We have three three different like one of the vibes you would like is a slow kind of one. We have a nice one and a more hardcore one. It's, it's weird for me to for me to be working on three projects one time, but Especially right now you just have to try to put just out. Release, you know what yeah. I mean? so right now you just have to try to put out quality quantity. <laughs> That's it. Right. Uh, in wrapping up, is there anything else you'd like to convey to the listeners back in Australia? I'm just glad they listen to music in Australia. That's nice <laughs> to me. Yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, don't give up on dance. You know what I mean? Don't yeah. give up on reggae music. Not even just dance. You know what I mean? Because it's just it's, it's amazing. It's like, like it's amazing that you guys are even here interviewing us because that mean that that mean the music must be doing something. Mm -hmm. When you look at Japan, it's the same thing. Like thousands of people coming out. You know what I mean? So. Just continue listening. I mean, from that year, kind of me, we, we we have like music non-stop coming out still. So just continue to give us support and just give reggae music the support, you know. All right. Oh, um, buy the music. Yeah. All right, Craig and David, give thanks for uh, speaking us here on PBS FM. Listen, yeah, thanks for having us. Man, I wanted to ask you about Dexter Dubs as well because I actually would like to interview him. He's an artist that I've yeah ever since you guys started working with. Him. Is he around? No, he's no, not, not, not here. No, we didn't come back. Okay. But, wait, but, no, but, but, but you won't be here. When you leave? We leave Saturday morning. Uh, I don't. I don't think he'll be here. Is there, is there any other way to do the interview or not? Um, I mean, I could always do something over the phone, but it would have to wait a while till I'm back in Australia and settle back down. Okay. Um, All right. I try to avoid the phone interviews. If you, want, you know what? If you want better quality, what you could do is like, email him some questions mm -hmm. and I'll just have him record him on the okay. microphone yeah. and then I'll send him to you. Okay. Alright, that could work. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to ask him about dubs as well, because uh, 
He's an artist I want to voice before he gets too popular. I reckon <laughs> I reckon he should blow up, you know? He's got so. a wicked voice, wicked flow. That's yeah. it. It's, just, it just, um, it's harder now than when we did it with Movada and Juglin. There's like 13 million more producers and artists mm. in the business. Yep. I was going to ask about that because every kid with a computer in his bedroom is a producer oh. now. So like, it's on like you want, like you want another interview. <laughs> What's that? So like you want another interview. Another interview? Like you have more questions. Oh, that's yeah. no, alright. That's alright. <laughs> we can't play it too long. Yeah, that's everybody has a has a rhythm. Yeah. Apparently, that's that's the in thing. Mm-hmm. Brothers Daseka speaking to me in Kingston back in July 2012. Interestingly, we were right about Dexter Dupps. He bust big just a couple years after that, and he remains one of the big dancehall singers to this day. I never did manage to voice him back at that time, unfortunately, and his dub plates are not cheap now. Big thanks to my patrons on Patreon, the Don Armageddon Time, the Real General Empress Irie, me Idrons Mr. DC and Tob Tanaki, and me Chargy DJ Pablito. Thank you for your support. If you would like to contribute to the podcast, please check out patreon.com forward slash jesse underscore i underscore interviews and consider becoming a patron. Alternatively, please rate and review the podcast on whatever platform you use. Reviews definitely do help other reggae fans to discover the podcast. Big thanks. Eyes is every time.